What are privacy coins? What are privacy tokens? Here, I answer your question. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. What is going on, crypto family? So today, I'm going to answer one of your questions that I get quite often. That is, what are privacy coins and tokens? So I'm going to do it in kind of the quick and dirty little way, not diving too deep, but trying to hit all the main points on what they are, how they work. And lastly, you know, I'm going to share my thoughts on them as well. Privacy has been a driving force behind blockchain and crypto in general, but privacy tokens take it to a whole new level. So one of the first big things that got everybody's attention was when Bitcoin started to blow up was this idea of anonymous transactions. To be honest, that really wasn't or isn't what Bitcoin is really about. It's more like the idea of transaction transparency, you know, like being open source, um, the allowance of public record keeping, immutability, etc. Stuff like that, right? Those are more the fundamental of Bitcoin versus privacy. However, what really got the conversation going about anonymity was what crypto started doing for privacy and identity. A central theme of cryptocurrency has been the removal of the middleman when it comes to transactions and managing your finances. By middleman, I pretty much mean banks. We've had these um, financial institutions that control and track all of our money and charge us fees for it. Certain cryptocurrencies say that there's a better way. In the past, there were basically two trains of thought on handling your finances. The conventional thought was that you would have to trust your money to a financial institution that's regulated, insured, and structured to keep your money safe. The other school of thought was basically, you don't trust banks and keep all your cash in a drawer or a safe or hidden away under your mattress, right? There are obviously significant risks to having all your money in cash, but banks are not completely safe from thieves and hackers. And at least if you have your cash locked up in your own safe, you aren't paying a ton of fees for someone else to watch your money. What Bitcoin did was prove that it's possible to keep your finances safe and secure without traditional banking. Now, this is where identity comes in. Traditional banking involves a lot of tracking information. Who wrote the check? What the date it was written on? What financial institution released the funds on? What the date was, etc. All that kind of stuff. All these things that sum up to the who, what, when, and where of things. Decentralized digital currency raised the question of how transactions can be tracked. The thing about these crypto transactions is that the same information is recorded and the blockchain ledger is more reliable than the old school record keeping. Where privacy tokens or privacy coins change the game is that they offer almost completely anonymous transactions. This means funds can be transferred with no record of who paid who. To some people, it might not really matter. Most people don't feel like they have anything to hide with their transactions, so they may not care if they're anonymous or not. There are some definite pros of being anonymous, though. For one thing, we live in a world of hackers and scammers. Anonymity helps keep your information out of the hands of these people. It also gives you a little bit more control over how much your personal data can be collected by political, government, and business organizations. But guess what? There are cons to anonymity when it comes to financial transactions as well. The biggest one seems to be the one we hear about most often. That, of course, is the illicit criminal use of the currency and the potential use for privacy tokens to make it much easier for criminals to conceal their activity. Many criminals have been brought down, not because of the crimes they committed, but because of the financial paper trail leading directly to them. So obviously, people don't typically write checks to buy drugs or hire hitmen, right? Cash has always been the preferred method of payment for those not-so-legal business transactions. Like cash, privacy tokens can allow people to pay for goods or services without leaving a record behind. 
This is where a lot of the controversy comes from. Privacy coins not only allow anonymous transactions, but simplify the process on a global scale in ways that cash never could. Privacy tokens are popular currency on the dark web, some of them using the uh, Tor network itself to remain untraceable. These anonymous currencies are much like the uh, dark web itself. Neither one of them exists solely for criminal use, but we can't really ignore the ways that they could be misused. Even with all the controversy, privacy coins are becoming much more popular, and some argue that they're the future. I don't know if they're ever going to take over or not or be the next big thing, but it's worth taking a look at a few of the examples of some of these popular privacy coins and how they operate. A few of these uh, popular privacy tokens and coins would include Monero, Zcash, Dash, Verge, and there's a bunch more, right? Most of these typically follow a similar pattern of operation, however. They usually involve advanced encryption to protect transaction information. Each one has its own security features and level of encryption. For example, Dash is at the lower end of the privacy ladder because it's basically just a Bitcoin alternative that came out of the gate with some additional encryption features. Zcash is a much more focused coin on anonymity and incorporates its own zero-knowledge protocol that hides all transaction information. Zcash, however, does not hide the user's IP addresses, making it not a fully anonymous option, and Monero is arguably the most popular privacy coin in the game. Monero it encodes transactions, hiding the senders and receivers information as well as the quantities transferred. For additional security, they added fake transaction information that makes it impossible to identify the actual contents of the operations. And then, you know, just for good measure, they run all the transactions through the Tor network. Clearly, Monero is serious about being the privacy leader, but again, there will always be challengers. So as you can see, there are a lot of different privacy coins out there, and the number of privacy coins is almost sure to rise. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens as more come to the table as this tech keeps growing and changing. Now, for some of my thoughts on privacy coins, I've always said that cryptocurrency has the power to free us or enslave us all, and only time is going to tell which holds true, right? Some of the features and tech of these privacy coins, you know, they offer some utility that just can't be understated or ignored. They are pretty freaking incredible. Having said that, because of the potential for privacy coins to be used by bad actors or even politicians to accept bribes, I expect the governments of the world are going to feel that they need, that they must enact laws to ensure the tracking of its citizens' transactions with these privacy coins. I have a feeling that these privacy coins may come under real attack in the future, specifically when state or nation-backed cryptocurrencies are finally released. To be honest, it may not be such a bad thing either. I mean, think about it. If privacy coins do become mainstream, then how will countries like the U.S. enforce, you know, strict sanctions on countries who won't comply peacefully? If, if sanctions essentially become mute, then um, there's not many peaceful options that remain on the geopolitical level, right? Then you have the issue of how do you ensure that politicians aren't being paid off by special interests? Congress hasn't currently voted against taking money from special interests that I know of, so they might actually be in favor of getting that money anonymously, right? So citizens won't know where the money's coming from. But at the same time, though, then they could also deny that they received it and not do anything for the special interests either. Seems like a no-win situation either way you look at it to me. Lastly, you got those that just simply want to skate out of paying their taxes. And my hope here is not to say whether or not these are good or bad, but rather just to simply give you some possible reasons why various governments might eventually want to wage war against these type of cryptocurrencies. 
So in closing, I hope that this super quick and dirty explanation of privacy coins has brought you some value. Hopefully it encourages you to do some more of your own research and learn more about the technology itself. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet, host of Trading View Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and owns several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the fam. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you all on the next one.